Hi friends, it's your host Krista Janine and we are back for season two of Trauma and Triumph. We have an entire new group of women who have used their traumatic experiences to find triumph in their life. Today's guest is Seisha, none other than Thick Thigh Yoga herself, and we discuss how her traumatic experiences in the yoga industry have led her to launch a triumphant business of her own that empowers women of all shapes and sizes to try yoga and find their own space on the mat. So we're going to jump right in as we always do. So what is one trauma-centered experience you've had that strikes you as the most pivotal moment in your life or one of the most pivotal? Um, well, I think it's a, it might be hard to put into say like, this is the one moment, the big traumatic thing that I know the thread that I've had throughout my life um, is this, uh, this fat phobia that has always been a plague to me <laughs> um, coming from the time that I was maybe three years old, you know, to uh, now, right? Like still, just still happening, still facing all the consequences of that. Um, you know, just all the comments about my weight, comments about my size, comments and and assumptions being made and judgments being made and blocks. Like I can name so many times that this has happened in so many different capacities. And like, it's, it's the thing that I'll say has driven me so much to try and represent what I do, doing things at my size, uh, mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just been attacks <laughs> so yeah. many times. Um, so I, that has been the thread that I say. Oh. Well, girl, you know, I know. So <laughs> you are preaching right. to the choir and it's so interesting. I think for me, because we are in a space and an era where you get both, right. Where you get people who are like celebrating all types of bodies and like athletes come in all shapes and sizes. And you have those like hub of people who are expanding their mindset on what healthy actually means and looks like but what people don't talk about is like when you're the face of a brand or like your brand is showing these things that bodies that aren't the typical body type is out there you're constantly getting attacked and berated and saying you're uh, promoting obesity and you need to put on clothes and you shouldn't be doing this and that and you're not really helping anybody you know yeah to the point where like I've lost friends over like certain things because they thought I wasn't the right person to be doing like the the work that I do <laughs> which is a whole different conversation right girl don't even mm. <laughs> But, but I think this is a very important conversation because people don't think about like the mental fortitude it takes for individuals who look like us to be like, no, I'm still going to show up in this space, even though I know people are going to criticize my physical body, right? Like me, like they're attacking my person, <laughs> not yes. this idea. It's like, it's me that's being you. attacked. Yeah. Right. And, and how traumatic that can be on a, on a daily basis, we are putting ourselves out there daily. So how, I guess, 
and maybe we can string this from like when you feel like it started you to like when you were three and you know I joke with people and it's I'm not even joking I'm actually serious I've been overweight since I was three months old right so like as a baby I was overweight like I've never not been (laughs) overweight in my entire life Mm -hmm. so how has that journey of you accepting yourself and kind of trying to like silence the negative chatter and really just elevate yourself and your spirit and like your strength and what you can do outside of the norms that society or maybe even your family have put on you as to what you should look like doing these things? Um, well, taking taking all the all the criticisms into account, right? Like I remember my grandma telling me about my thunder thighs when I was like five, right? And <laughs> and though just the the different attacks that happened like you said, like now, if I get shared by another page by somebody else, there's always some someone commenting like, well, fat people shouldn't do yoga. Fat people can't do yoga, which is always my favorite because I'm like, I'm doing it. You saw that. Right. So how, when you say can't, do you know what that means? Right. Um, right. So, and <laughs> just those- You're those like, I'm things. also a teacher, so I can break down grammar <laughs> for you too in like, words. <laughs> you got a lot to learn. Come, come to class, sign up. The link is in my mind, <laughs> like, come on. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. The, I think just getting used to it early for me made it easy to get to, to um, throw it to the side, right? I'm not saying that it doesn't hurt. I'm not saying that each attack, each set of stupid words isn't something that um, is rough. It, that's something that can hit me. And especially depending on, um, the day of the month within my cycle, you're going to get a different response depending on that's just what it is, right? But as far as like being able to take it, I don't know. People have been talking about me my whole life. It's just at this point, it is what it is. Yeah. And I think it's like, was there a moment for you that it just clicked that people's opinions of you had more to do with them than it had to do with you? Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that was a long time ago. Um just because I I realized how much criticism I was getting for being good. Now, if you're getting criticized and people are critiquing trying to make you better, trying to help you or, you know, like like or no, really, don't embarrass yourself. You suck. Right? Then right. I mean, then that could be a friend. Um right. but when you're doing well, you are showing that you have strength you have a skill you have whatever and that's that was true at that at that point it wasn't even about yoga it was just about things that I was doing and I realized Mm -hmm. that like you're just you're going to attack me because you can't do this because you're not capable because you can't create this because you don't have that much sense of self because you and and now I see it that you attack my confidence because you have none how dare I be both be fat and confident and you are however you are and you don't have any of that. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also for me that people will respond to my videos and be like, oh, well, I don't see you losing weight. Like your workouts are super intense, but you're not losing weight. And I'm like, who said I was trying to lose weight? Like, why is that your first assumption? Mm -hmm. And like, yes, I definitely go through phases where I'm like, okay, I can drop some pounds. Or like when I get really crazy, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get back to my super fit size, whatever. But at the end of the day, I think for me, it's like, 
why is the assumption that the only reason that I'm going to move my body and like lift heavy things or do strenuous exercises is to lose weight? Like, this is something that brings me joy. So why wouldn't I do something that brings me joy just because I'm not the aesthetic that you think I should be doing this thing that brings me joy? And I think that was a moment for me where I was like, oh, everybody just mad. <laughs> like, because I can't do, I can't do misdirected anger. I'm like, you're not even mad at me. Like, go away, get off my page, please and thank you. But that was a journey for me even to this day. I posted something earlier this week that people had a lot to say about. And I said, ah, let me get off the internet today. Right. Because I did not, I did not have the capacity and I didn't want to turn off the comments because it was like conversations within the conversations needed to be had. But I was like, I can't participate. So I'm going to leave. You guys have fun. But again, that's me knowing my boundaries. And to your point, like having dealt with this for so long, but what has that journey spiritually mentally emotionally been like for you getting to a space where it's like I can put stuff out and be my authentic self and not allow the negativity negativity that might come back to me to like destroy me or actually penetrate my spirit um well I think part of the the that journey for me since it since my whole image and my whole brand is yoga regardless like I have found so much peace and so much happiness in yoga space, like on my mat, finding more strength, being stronger, being um, like feeling more in tune with my body, all of all of that connection. Like, I feel so good that you could call me whatever you want while I'm doing that back there on that mat. And it's not going to penetrate at all. That bounces yeah. right off, you know, like good vibes vibrating all around like my I'm protected. Yeah. I and I. I say that just because like I, there's nothing that you could do from out there that could hurt me as much as I've been through and what is within me and the trauma that I have faced and all of the stuff that I've internalized that I've worked through that I've, so you could say whatever you want. Um, yeah. And I like, I always try to make sure like people understand that concept too. Cause I've gotten that, like I said, for a long time, you, I know that you're saying this because of you. Right. So I do generally respond with the question, why do you feel this way? <laughs> they got nothing. Oh that, oh, that make them big mad. <laughs> that make them big mad. So why do you think that? Like, what about that do you think is true? Or why do you think it's true? <laughs> um, but I digress because comments are, comments are fun for me. I do enjoy reading them sometimes. Um, but even in that, so going back to, I guess, your younger self, and dealing with like just fat shaming that people didn't want to name as fat shaming when we were younger or like fat phobia as it manifests today right it's like mm -hmm. what was your process of healing to get to the space now where you're like I am me I am strong and everybody else's opinion whether good or bad is irrelevant here um I, I think that the, that process um, started again when I was very young, when it, and it was when I realized that I could do more. It was when I accomplished something. It was when I got, um, I was able to get into an amazing school and work on the fact that I am smart. Guess who doesn't care how fat or not fat I am when I do well in school? 
Um, <laughs> and I'm really smart and I accomplish things and I achieve things and I complete things and I, you know, and I continue to learn and I continue to grow. And that happened for me with education, right? Like I, and I, I, do, I am a proponent of education. I'm a teacher. I always say like this, I do believe it can be a strong agent for change and a whole civil level. But if that's not where you are, it's not where you are. Right now, we're talking about body positivity. That's what we both do. That's what I do primarily, right? And I, this is my <clears throat> focus for my brand, for my business. And for me, when I was um, when I was starting to get back to the gym, I realized how hard it was to find clothes that I liked a lot um, or trusted clothes when they were expensive to like order. I don't trust this. I, ain't nobody on here looking like me. Like, all of that stuff, right? So getting into that part of that, getting into that physical routine for myself, then I found more space in it to say, okay, well, you know what? Listen, I got to do this. This this is fine. This works. I, I don't have a, a boob falling out when I, okay, I'm good. I got this. I, you know, I'm gonna take this down. I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna find things that are better. I'm going to, I'm going to keep achieving. I'm going to yeah. keep doing that. That's not even a question for me. So nobody else is going to help me achieve these things within my physical body, regardless, right? Like I could hire someone who could, could teach me things, could guide me, but I would still have to do it. So if right. I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it happen, then what does anybody else's opinion matter? Yeah. If nobody and knows I my Instagram still, <laughs> what would it matter? But they do. We're all here for it. We do love it. And I think for me, because it's so interesting, because to your point, you know me, I love it. I love a cute workout outfit. And if I'm not cute working out, then why am I here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because similar to what you said, and I get this a lot of my comments, people being like, oh, I didn't even know I could wear that brand. Or, oh, I didn't know that they make cute clothes for people who were curvier, bigger, like whatever. And I think a part of why I do dress the way I dress when I work out is so I can let women know, yeah, girl, you can be cute, you can be sexy, and you can lift heavy weights, and you can stand on your head if you want to, and you can like be on your Peloton and be cute with a high mm -hmm. ponytail, like whatever you want, like all of these constructs are so irrelevant. And if you want to, you can, but I don't think for a very long time people, time, people saw it. So they were like, oh, can I do that? Is that for me? And I know, again, like we have very similar, like this is why we do the stuff that we do, but what do you feel like you want people to learn most from you and why you share the stories that you share and you share yourself in the way that you share yourself? Um, well, my message, I guess, right, is confidence, confidence in your body, connecting yourself to your body, being confident in yourself through yoga, allowing yourself to learn, how does this feel? Where can I be stronger? How do I find alignment? And maybe you're and maybe that's just in breathing, right? That's fine. Your yoga doesn't have to look like my yoga, but yoga can guide you there, can help you to find that space um, and to just be very much more comfortable with yourself. Find out who you are, how you operate, where you hold your stress, where you can um, 
stretch out and release that'll help you sleep better than you've ever slept in your life. Like there are so many things that it can teach you about your body and about yourself that like, this is why I do yoga. Find confidence in who you are through yoga. Yeah. And speaking of yoga, so have you had any traumatic like experiences in the yoga space specifically because of who you are and what you represent and how you navigate that space? Um, so as far as attending classes, <laughs> that attending a yoga class um, in New York City, I'll say especially in Manhattan more so than in Brooklyn, because there's now a lot of, you know, Black-owned spots and things like that. Um, attending a yoga class in Manhattan is one of the whitest things you could do, accent on the H, okay? Just everybody. <laughs> white. <laughs> white. Everyone here is extra white. Um, and, and like, it's not like they're not nice. Um, and I, <laughs> it also always depends on like who I go with. If I go by myself versus if I go with somebody I know, you know, like right. I, if you feel, depending on how comfortable you feel, it's fine. But like, it is just very white. So in every yoga class that I went to that was not out here in Queens or in Brooklyn, like closer to where my friends live and things like that, any other space, the immediate dart uh, dart of all the rest of the eyes in the room to you coming in you're like did I shoot somebody on my way in did I right I, where did I just wanted to do the yoga with y'all right <laughs> and not even Is really with y'all it's just the time y'all came here at the time that worked for me I was gonna be here I just uh, came to do yoga right um and like when you do have a place that has like a more diverse staff or something like that yeah you're always going to feel a little more comfortable but that <laughs> when you walk in the door and it's quiet and then you get into the room and everything's quiet and everyone is quiet <laughs> and then you're visually ostracized right like it's just immediately a problem so now how comfortable am I going to be able to be through this now again, I am myself. I'm used to honestly being looked at. I, I also don't look like anybody I grew up in the neighborhood around either. So I'm yeah. just kind of used to that in a, in a way. Um, so I got over it real quick, but it was also, but I think the most traumatic part of it was realizing how little faith these people have in someone that looks like me. Mm -hmm. My practice was astounding from the first time I went to a class with you. And I, that was five years ago, at least right. <clears throat> in real lifetime. So if I walked in today and you said, oh, wow, your practice is astounding. I'd be like, thank you, you know, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> left, gotta, um, right. but like then my practice was not astounding. Was I kind of flexible? Yeah. Yes. I've always been flexible. Was I pretty strong? Yeah, my, I've always been pretty strong, right? Like I've always worked, I've always played, I've always done these things. I will always climb a tree, whatever, right? right. So I, yeah, I've got something, but like, you're just astounded that I could, what, pick my ass up in the air? Right, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, what were you astounded by? Was it that amazing? Did you expect me to walk in here and die? That's yeah. what... So I, and I heard this so many times. So like once I received that multiple times, it was the traumatic experience of like, oh, shit. 
y'all really just think I can't do nothing that I'm supposed to not be able to do anything all right okay but you know what's interesting even about that concept because I get that too like when I was like a young even a younger like younger I started teaching 2012 so it was I guess about 10 years ago so a younger instructor like they are so it's interesting because then people are like oh how long have you been doing yoga oh blah 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 and I'm like honey I'm an instructor I've been doing the yoga for over a decade and I've been teaching the yoga for just mm-hmm. as long mm-hmm. but it's it's that concept of like not believing you belong in this space and it's so unconscious right like I've had people reach out to me recently on some do you want to be you want to do our teacher training program do you want to you know we have these BIPOC scholarships and I'm like honey it would have taken you two seconds to go to my Instagram page and understand that I have all the certifications I can have in yoga right now there's Mm -hmm. nothing else I can do and they just don't believe that you belong there and it's so deeply ingrained in who they are that when you show up and you know all the things and you have all the you know, not just the physical aspect of it, but you understand the spiritual aspect of it too. And then you're an instructor and you're teaching other people. Oh my God, you're amazing. And I don't think people understand how much of a microaggression that is and also how (laughs) traumatizing that is for somebody to walk into the space and just automatically off jump because of my physical being. You think I'm new here. I don't belong here. I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be here. And I think what was that transition for you of being just a student of yoga to then be a teacher of yoga? And how how did that transition of trauma happen? Because that's obviously so, what it is. So wait, hold on. Here, so I um here is where I really had a great time. And I'll say this: this okay. was not as traumatic to me as I okay. know it has been. And I've spoken to plenty of people and I understand exactly why. So I, when I started teaching, um, <clears throat> luckily there were two gyms that were opening up right in my neighborhood where I grew up, right? Okay. So I'm in black neighborhoods. So when I started teaching, I started teaching all these beautiful new brown people and they were all looking at me like, I look at her and I feel like, okay, maybe I can do the things because she's there with a body that is similar to mine a thicker body at, you know, this is a girl that like, I always get comments like, I love that, you know, you keep your hair natural, you do this, you do that. I've always been, I've just always been a hippie. That's how I grew up. I was raised like a hippie. And (laughs) so it's just very natural, all of that. And that's how I've been. And I'm like, I realized that that was great for me. I felt like all these people could talk to me, a lot of them older. So I'm like the Mm -hmm. age of their kids. So they feel like, oh, you know, like, you're like my kid's age. So I could, I could speak to you and I could ask this and I can be very familiar. Now, when I subbed outside of my neighborhood in another chain location, those were the looks that were like, who the hell is this? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> it was Ma'am, are you fun. supposed to be here? <laughs> are you lost? Did you? You have a yoga mat. Uh, but like, literally, I wasn't even... Um, considered to be a normal part of the class as an attendee in that space yeah you know so the the immediate difference 
I've experienced it. I've yeah. seen it. I've seen that happen. And I went into this space and I like one person left. One person just left. They never got to teach. They never got to take my class. They never got to see what that okay. was like. They didn't care. Um, now, I don't know if they just left because like they loved whoever usually teaches the class. I'm not going to say I can't respect that to a degree. Do you? Um, but if you were here already ready to do the yoga, like, and like, God forbid this fat girl outdo you on the mat, the one who is certified to teach, uh, <laughs> you right. got way big ego problems and your regular yoga teacher need to step their game up too. Um, <laughs> we need to address all of this. And then honestly, like in that experience, I watched people soften. I watched people get through it. I watched people like be like confused for some reason and then like actually come to terms with okay no she said everything she needed to say what you said three-legged down dog and like actually get to the spot and like find that place and and get into the class but it was so ridiculous getting started like you could see the attitude you could feel it the whole energy in the room and then when I closed class and I was like my name is Seisha if you have any questions feel free to ask um I work at this location, but you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had a couple people say, okay, wait, what nights are you here? What nights are you over there? So, cause like maybe they could make it cause it's just in Queens, you know, yeah. like maybe it's, and like, they actually were interested cause, oh my God, I'm a real teacher. Like, right. <laughs> so, and I, I've had experiences with speaking to other people that went through yoga teacher training, black people, brown people, people of color. And then they go into these white spaces to teach these white folks yoga and they're like Mm-mm, what is this right right so yeah that I got lucky on that <laughs> yeah but you know and I think more people do need to hear those stories and I also think it's interesting because of like where you started teaching right like it's location is everything right not just mm-hmm. in real estate but in life. And I think that is also like a great space of healing for you being in the yoga space as a practitioner. And now knowing you can invite other people into the space and they will feel welcome and they will feel like they belong in that space. And I think that's a beautiful like gift that we can give to others, but also to ourselves of understanding like we are not anomalies, right? Mm. We're not an anomaly in this space. Like black people do like doing yoga and they can do the things and they can do them. You know, our bodies might look different in a similar pose, but it doesn't mean we're doing it wrong. And I think that is so important for us to like speak to because it's, it's healing for everyone. It's not even just healing for like one side. Mm -hmm. So in your... And I mean, we could talk about this forever because it's like in this space that we saturate ourselves in, right? It's a large part of the work that we do every day. It's like, how do you continue to evolve in yourself, but also help others on their healing journey while you're still navigating day-to-day drama in the space? Uh, I mean, I think that that's just like uh, growing up in your practice. You know, like when you started, when you started yoga, it was you and you got on the mat and then somebody spoke some words at you and you were like, okay, I guess, right? And that was the smallest role you could play. You were there. Now, like being the teacher, going through the training and then being being more, right? Like I'm a wellness certified 
something professional, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm <laughs> so right. There's so many things, right? Um, so many things. So you now, when you're when you are trying to answer things for people, when you are trying to help people find guidance, you do have some answers, right? You hold on to the experiences that you have, um, the trauma that you have faced. Unfortunately does resonate through a lot of the people that find you because you know that they know they feel it they get they get it they see it depending on what where that comes from for them right um so as they come through and ask you the questions and you've been through it you can give that piece of knowledge off without losing anything from yourself right you're not pouring out quite as much because you're not it's not oh i just figured this out yesterday here's everything i got It's, I've been doing this. I learned this now. I remember when I was this size in the room and this was the space that I took up and now I'm taking up this space in the room. And I'm doing that as I want to give off. I'm not doing that as I want to take in from you. Um, And like that, and and I will say, if anything, (laughs) pouring out so much during my regular life, Uh, being able to teach people and like be in this space of very positive energy, create it, shift it, move it, allow people to grow, feel like an agent in their growth. That pours into me every time. Every time I feel like people have a good class to express to me their appreciation, the good time they had, the way they felt after, whatever it was, that always pours back into me. And I'm not, I'm not doing this to get that part. Right. right. And I get it anyway. So that if I'm always overflowing on top, I cannot give out too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so like well said because it is that overflow, right? It's the overflow of all the years and experiences that you've had that like make you the teacher that people can say, oh, I relate to you and your words really resonate with me and your message resonates with me. And it's the experience of past trauma that allows you to be able to share that gift with other people, right? And also gives you the space to say, yep, I got all of this space in me to like pour into myself so much that it is overflowing because of my past trauma, right? And I don't think we speak to that often enough where it's like, I had a therapist once say to me that everything bad you've ever experienced, all the trauma you've ever experienced in your life, it's almost like it's creating a hole. And after you dig yourself out of the hole, then you have all of that space in you for all the good things, right? And for all of the joy and all the happiness and all of, you know, the abundance that you deserve. But that hole that you feel like is so bad right now, because this is when I was in the thick of it and going through it, she was like, that's going to be a space for love and joy and happiness for you in the future. And I think that's something that we don't, we don't acknowledge trauma for, how it can actually be beneficial to us on the other side, right? right. Like not, like not in it, like, no, horrible. Let's, <laughs> let's not, if we can't, okay. Let's not go traumatizing people. That's not what this podcast is about, right. but if if you are in that space it's like understand that like this is preparing you for your what's next right mm-hmm. so what what do you feel like it, you've or if you have rather found your purpose in life through your spaces of trauma right like how do you feel like your spaces of trauma have helped you navigate the life you're living now and gotten you to where you are now um there oh there's so many ways to answer that question um 
I, I think filling the hole, right? Filling that trauma hole, um, the trauma of, like I said, feeling inferior or feeling like I shouldn't, I don't belong in this place. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to do anything. Like, I swear to God, when you look fat to someone, you're not supposed to be smart or, or capable. You're supposed to be lazy and sit on your couch. Right. Like my biggest talent was supposed to be eating potato chips or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, So, so once I was already smart, once I was already cute for a fat girl, right? Once I was already this, I was already these things. I was already so flexible for a big girl. You know, I was already all these things, right? That I should have been limited by somehow. I don't know, right? Um, Once I was all those things, then I realized like, I need to, I didn't see enough examples of the things. I was not seeing that, like I felt like I couldn't do it because I had never seen anybody do it. Um, I I don't know if you watched. Oh, I hope you did watch this with your son. But if you didn't, Raising Dion on Netflix. Of course, yeah, right, absolutely, right. Season one and so, two. <laughs> right. So I don't have any kids. Uh, <laughs> so I watched it on my own time. I wasn't in a rush to watch it. But I was like, it's fine. I wish. I wish this was on TV when I was a kid. Cause let me tell you, if I had seen all these little powerful black kids, the way I would have felt so much better about myself and the things I was able to do and smart Hello. and intelligent. And able, like, and I like was going off to myself. And then like, I was like, this is the moment though. This is it. This is what I do. This is what I want to do. This is the moment that I've had people express to me that they have had looking at my content, which makes me feel like I am doing the right thing. Right. I am presenting that you can look how you look. Like you said, genetics the way your genetics played out, you can then also go to the gym. You can also do yoga. You can also be pretty. You can also live happily. You can also have love. You can also recover from trauma. You can also have these things. This is part of the reason why I don't limit. I do. I do limit. I limit what I post about my personal life to a degree, but I don't limit that I have a personal life. Yeah. You know? Girl, well, since you brought it up, let's talk about that for a second because your boyfriend is fine as hell. And <laughs> I know people are mad. I Ain't know that. people are mad. Ain't he though? Wait a minute. Like, Ain't he, uh, uh, with his chocolate uh, self doing yoga on the uh, beach and whatnot, uh, with his likes. And, uh, I, and I know, and I know that people have had things to say about that. So let's talk about that for a quick second. Like, how do you guys navigate your relationship in a way that still feels safe and like healthy for you all but also allows you to show other people like you to your point you can have all of these things and not have to look a certain way and have a certain aesthetic that people want Mm -hmm. you to have and Mm -hmm. still be in a thriving loving healthy and productive relationship and share those small tidbits here and there right Mm -hmm. because it ain't everybody's business but it is important visually for people to see like what has that conversation been like for you all to know what okay we do want to share this we don't want to share this like how has that kind of worked out for you and what has been the feedback and now let's also (laughs) add that in there Mm -hmm. if I forget about that part you bring it back Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um well so I think the the biggest thing that has made uh our relationship work 
is that we are very similar and we were very similar naturally. We came together, both of us grown, having these experiences already, right? Like I was, I got my divorce. Um, he has had his own long-term relationship. He has a daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and then now we came together in this grown space, right? This is, this is what I like. I need a grown love at this point. I don't need you to be young and figuring Say it out. Say that. Say that. <laughs> like more power to yes. young people figuring it out. Mm, mm, kiss you on the forehead. Good luck. Right. I, it, maybe I could give you a tip or two someday, but listen, I need a grown love. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need a man that I need to raise. I don't need a man that I, I don't have kids on purpose. I want to have children and I want to have them with a man who is going to be a man. I do not want to yeah. be a married single mother. Um, yeah. So those are things that I, when I when I decided I was leaving and I was like changing anything, changing my relationship anyway, I was like, look, I know I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to be with somebody who doesn't match my life, doesn't align with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to, to stretch myself thin for somebody who I don't, who isn't do it, who isn't trying in general, forget stretch themselves thin, trying to meet all the corners. If we're both pushing it to the max and we're trying to make it work, one, maybe, maybe that's cool. Like we're both hustling, but at the same time, why are we working so damn hard? Love needs to be a little easier than that. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I don't need to work that hard. I needed something that felt good, felt happy, felt comfortable. Um, is everything easy? Are there no disagreements? Are there no like conversations to be had? Any things that are touchy? That's impossible. Two people are just going to be two different people. Um, but like, we don't fight. We're not making, like, we're not getting into arguments about the people that hit on me, the people that hit on him, the people that have had things to say about us being together. Um, because none of those people are in this relationship with us. Right. so that's that's the space um yeah so I think that that's like the biggest thing that we just we really agree on a lot of things how much are we willing to share are we willing to do this are we are you comfortable with this we are there are things that we have gotten more comfortable since we've been together for a little while now versus like when we started we just started talking but I have I have said that I am living this life and I'm going to represent what I'm actually living, what I'm actually going through. So I'm not going to hide you and I'm not going to be hidden. I'm not going to say that, pretend that this isn't a thing. I'm not going to like, just be the person in the corner. I am a whole person. You're going to come match me or not. Um, and he has a lot to bring to the table. It's not like I have this nothing man. So I always admire that space of being like, you know, but this is what healthy love looks like. We need to expose people to healthy love, even if it's like small bits and pieces, because again, all of that is part of like the healing process, right? And the Mm -hmm. process of saying who people are on the inside is what actually matters. When you find your soul connected person and you're, you have those soul ties in a healthy and good way, you do need to elevate that and celebrate that. And it's okay to know that it might not be the first person that you were with and married and had that Mm long-term relationship with, but there is always space to love again. So I think that story in itself is very much so like that trauma to triumph journey, like through the relationship lens. Right. Cause yeah people definitely need to see that um but even and on that right like I feel like part of it as well 
we as women, because we get judged, especially once we're over what, like 25, you're not 25 in a relationship and you know, you got this, you got, and like I was, right? I did it all right and got divorced, right? <laughs> so <laughs> whatever, right? Um, exactly. And so, then what? Now what? <laughs> but, but I do, I feel like, like when I was single, when I was single, I was quick to share not a negative meme because I don't I, I've never believed in that I'm not going to say I hate men once you say you hate men you ain't right. going to get a good one right right so, whatever um but I was quick to share like you're gonna have to treat me right whatever that is the meme that says this the the, the video where this woman is being catered to to a degree right you can see the happy yeah. couple that happiness I was quick to share that because I want to say like, this is a love that I would, I, this looks like the love that I would want. Do I know all the inner workings and details? No, this is a 30 second video, whatever. But right. is it nice? Am I able to bring, to find joy in it? And I want to share that? Yes. Is this something that I think I'm looking for? Yes. And I, if I was able to share that when I was single, when I started dating, when we started dating, seriously, at least, I'm not saying to tell everybody about all your stuff. Well, we're right, dating. right. Don't do that, guys. Let's just very make that clear. <laughs> no, what no, she's no. saying. Don't nope. do that. <laughs> I met this guy at Costco. No, no, no. Wait. Right. Um, but when we started dating seriously, exclusively, you know, um, and we were uh, feeling comfortable with being more public and things like that, um, I didn't want to then, again, hide it, right? Mm-hmm. I am willing... Uh, talk to the universe and make sure I word this right I am willing to live this part of our relationship out loud Mm -hmm. um I would love for it to work out you know till the end of time and everything's perfect awesome right right Right. I would love that um but I'm also willing to say if it isn't if something happens someday today he treated me right today I celebrated Mm -hmm. him today he celebrated me tomorrow we get there tomorrow and I say today he treated me right today I treated him right he celebrated me I celebrated him I am willing to say that and part of part of that is the the comfort that I have in this relationship that I feel like it is logical I feel like it makes sense I feel like we can talk about things we have a lot of communications that if it were to end it would be something amicable it would be something reasonable it would be something that I feel like you know what this just didn't work out because that I'm not, I, if I was worried about, yo, he's cheating on me. I know it. He got some girl. If I thought that I would never be able to post anything about anybody, you know? And like, if I felt or or whatever, whatever level of insecurity in my relationship, regardless of whether that's my insecurities being reflected or just problems in the relationships being reflected, if I had that insecurity, I couldn't do what I'm doing. Right. Right. And no, and I think that's so true. And I also think, and this is like the, the way society is set up is actually very interesting to me because I do, I think it's that space of people thinking like relationships are just supposed to be perfect and easy and everything's supposed to be happy and and it's happily in ever after. But to your point, it's like, there are people that you meet and you engage with and you date and you're like, you know what, if we don't end up together, this what we have right now in this space is a beautiful space to be in and I still am okay with sharing that beautiful space we're in now and if it doesn't work out I'll address that accordingly but Mm -hmm. 
being able to say none of us know what the future holds so I'm gonna be present and hold this space for us today that also is like a part of other people's healing process because everybody wants everything to be mapped out for the next fucking 20 years and like (laughs) I'm gonna be with you forever and it's like I'm gonna grow you gonna grow the way the cosmos and gods work like you know I don't know if we're gonna be together but for right now what we got going is beautiful and I'm gonna sit in and enjoy it you Mm -hmm. know and it's that surrender in your relationship which again all goes to the point of like being healed I talked about this in another um episode of this series where it's like when two healed people come together and come into a relationship in a space of I'm a healed person and I don't want to hurt you and you're a healed person and I know you don't want to hurt me beautiful things start to happen and like you know what I mean and like that's the story that we don't tell often enough of like what healing looks like outside of yourself in a relationship relating to others and how this healing journey is so beneficial for every aspect of our life um what has been your biggest like takeaway or point of growth in your healing journey whether it be spiritually emotionally mentally like what has that looked like for you hmm okay I know I'd be asking all the questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do. Um, that's why you needed to have a podcast. And here we are. And um, here we are. Yes. Um, I think the biggest takeaway is that I have to feel good about myself or nothing else matters. Mm. I... I could accomplish all the things. I could have the finest man. I could have money in the bank. I could have clients. I could also be overworked. I could be tired. I could be stressed out. I could be all these things, right? And and if I'm happy with myself, then all of this is worth it. And if I'm not happy with myself, none of it is worth it. Yeah. That comes from no one else. That comes from nowhere else, me myself the things I do the way I treat myself the control I have all of that is within me yeah oh that's beautiful well shoot that's it right there (laughs) if y'all don't get nothing else from what we just talked about that's it right there it's it's it is like and I think that's so important like everybody tries to go outward to get their gratification to get their joy to get their peace to get their healing and it's like, it's all you. It's, it all comes from inside of you and you dealing with your own demons and your own past and your own trauma. And once you realize that, well, then the world opens up and you do, you open yourself up to abundance, to love, to whatever you are seeking from the spaces that you're in. You open yourself up to it because you now are the narrator to your own life story as opposed to allowing other people to be that. Right. It's so not I think that's right. Exactly. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. I say that to people all the time. That's my biggest thing. <laughs> it's not happening to you. It is happening for you. And you got to be open enough to receive it. Mm-hmm. Both the good and the bad. And that's the other thing. People just want the good. You got to take the bad comes with the good sometimes. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into this lightning round because this is going to be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> So 
what are you most proud that you've achieved in life? Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I guess that my, that I'm a teacher, that I'm a teacher altogether. Like, yeah, of the stuff. I teach all the things to the pe- people. <laughs> I teach the things to the people. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, okay, so what's your goal for 2022? Um, I want to at least plan a retreat. Like it might happen. Yeah, we got that. But we have to do that. <laughs> Coming summer 2023. <laughs> yes. Coming summer 2023. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I would no longer be in the classroom. I will, I will no longer be in the classroom. Um, Self-sustaining my business and expanding that um, as far as the universe will allow that maintains my sanity. Um, Mm -hmm. Probably not in New York. I don't know. (laughs) Where are we moving? Um, well, I got this, uh, fine ass man somewhere. Um, All right. it's not New York. <laughs> so, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and I would like to say just as, as independent as possible from yeah. corporations and from, mm-hmm. honestly, government control, if I could be a- <laughs> as far as I can say um yeah yes independent I'm happy I'm here for all of that okay what experience no what experience do you want other people to have when they meet you for the first time um liberation I want you to feel free somehow I love that be free live your life What's one quote you live by and why? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I don't have a quote, but I also feel like I do. Like five different people would tell me that I do. Um, do I have space for this? I think that's it. <laughs> Do I have space for this? Yeah, that's that's real. <laughs> and I mean, and that's a that's a quote that most people need to implement in their day-to-day life. Cause sometimes we don't and we say yes anyway. And it's like ah, I should have said no. Right. And and that's that's everything, right? Like I shouldn't right. have signed up to do this. I shouldn't have participated in this. Or do I have space for this? Like, am I making space for the good thing? right? This is right. an awesome thing that's happening. Look at me in my face, but do I have space for this? Am I knocking it down because I feel like I don't, like I don't deserve it for whatever reason. This is imposter syndrome, right. blah, 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 right? Or do I have space for this and yeah. find it? Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's another good note to end on. So <laughs> tell the people where they can find you on the interwebs, on the social medias in real life. Um. You can find me on Thick Thigh Yoga everywhere, all the ways. ThickThighYoga.com, 
I'm Thick Thigh Yoga on Instagram, my YouTube channel with a whole three videos, Thick Thigh Yoga, um, uh, TikTok, Thick Thigh Yoga, Twitter, feel free to tweet me because I don't tweet, so I need a reminder. Let's talk. We can build this up, okay? Um, I'll follow you back because I also don't do that. Um, <laughs> Love it. You sound like you sound like me. I'd be like, ah, Twitter. Let me go write something profound today. I dropped my YouTube video there. You could find that link if you uh, find me. Um, yeah, that's all the things. I am based in New York. I um will travel for the right amount of money. So, um, but I teach virtually. I teach my online classes twice a week online, and I have the playbacks to my videos available for um, a subscription on my website. So you can teach, you can take my class live, you can take it on your own time. Um, and then, I mean, you know, talk to me, reach out. I love to work with people. Um, I've done yeah. events and all that type of stuff. Yay! I'm gonna get you out to California eventually. We're gonna do something. I don't know what that's something going to be, so don't hold me to it, but we'll figure it out. We will (laughs) figure it out. But that being said, thank you so much for like sharing your insight and your story. And like I said, this season on the podcast, we're expanding the notion of like healing and what trauma is and how it manifests in our lives and just like understanding it from a holistic standpoint. So this was kind of the perfect like little nugget to to add into the overall thread of the season so thank you so much it's always fun talking to you for sure thank you uh do you have yeah of course do you have any last words for our viewers before we peace out for the day um well i just i think if anything the two of us being on together it is a big reminder if you feel like your size is limiting you from any of your goals physically with a job with a living space, with whatever that is, your location, I, I hope you understand, like, that, that ain't it, that's not the excuse, and we're not gonna let you have it, um, <laughs> but, sure will not. <laughs> but there, there are resources that you can go to, and ways that you can grow, in order to feel like that is not a limitation, because we will not allow it. Well, there you go, friends. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Trauma and Triumph, and we will see you next time. And there you have it, friends, another episode of Trauma and Triumph. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. And if you're liking what you're hearing so far, feel free to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. See you next week for another triumphant story.